The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present The Sandman Lullaby with your host, Patrick Sean Jones. shady lane that led to prickled pond where the willows and rush bowed themselves to the brown hills beyond and the people that peopled the old-time dream were pleasant fair to see and the dreamer he walked with them again as often of old walked he oh cold was the wind in the shady lane that tangled his curly hair oh sweet was the music the ribbon made to the springtime everywhere Was it the dew the dream had brought from yonder midnight sky? Or was it the tears from the dear dead years that laid in the dreamer's eye? The other dream ran fast and free as the moon benaught shed her golden grace and smiley face in the little trembled bed. For this was a dream of times to come, of glory's noon of day, of summer that followed the careless spring when the child is done with play. And this was a dream of the busy world, where the various deeds are done, of battles fought and causes of right, and the victories nobly won. It breathed no breath of the dear old home and the quiet joys of youth. It gave no glimpse of good old friends or the time of faith or truth. But this was a dream of youthful hopes, and fast and free it ran, and it told of little sleepy child, of a boy that became a man. There was a dream that came one night to the earth from yonder sky. These were dreams of two dreamers dreamed, a little boy and I. And in our hearts my boy and I were glad that it was so. He loved to dream of days to come, and I of long ago. So from our dreams my boy and I unwillingly woke, but neither of his precious dream until the other spoke. Yet of the love we bore those dreams gave each his temper sign, for there was triumph in his eyes 
and there were tears in mine. Sandman Lullaby here on RPA. Yeah, that's the Real Paranormal Activity Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you out there in the lands of dreams, of the paranormal, of anything that goes bump in the night. I'd like to thank you for clicking that little button and uh, checking and seeing what's going on in the realm of dreams here on the Real Paranormal Activity Network. And I got a guest for you. I got a guest, I got a guest, I got a guest, all away across the pond. That's what actually, I think they actually call it. I don't know. This is how I say it because, you know, I'm American and this is a man, a myth, a legend. This is Mr. Dave Cook. He is a parapsychologist. He is a radio host that he does a show over there in the UK. And I am lucky enough to basically grab him from, from a night's sleep. <laughs> Cause I know it's, it's, it, what is it about? It's, it's morning time over there right now. I believe I, I don't think the sun's even come up yet. Uh, it's 5am. It's 5am. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I dragged him all the way just to sit here and talk about, you know, to just kind of pull his ear a little bit. Dave, give us a background upon yourself a little bit for the listeners that might not actually uh, heard any of your interviews before or might not know who you are. Well, I'm lucky enough. I say I'm lucky enough as it goes to have the gift since I was six years old. Uh, I told my mum that she wasn't my first mum but I still loved her sadly my mum has since passed away from December last year and neither my mum nor myself could remember the name that I told her Uh, as I was growing up I kept hearing things and seeing things and thankfully it's through the teaching of my parents because my dad has to give as well that I've managed to grow, and now I do my own radio show. I do my own investigations with my own team, which is the Essex Ghost Investigations. And I've been able to help so many people 
now with the gift and it I class it as a gift it does have its bad sides I must admit I've had a few bad experiences but in general thank you to my parents for teaching me how to use this gift to actually help people so how was it when you were a child with this gift well I, I didn't think of it as any different I just thought of it as normal I thought everyone could do it and it wasn't until I sort of got into I sort of say my teens that I realized that not everyone could do it to f see things to feel things I, I see things I hear things I've been told things I shouldn't know and it like I say to me it is a blessing yes like I say I've had some bad experiences but it is a blessing because when you see the faces on the people that you help it's just so rewarding it's the best feeling in the world when you go into places when you do your investigations uh do you actually see full figures or do you actually see like wheel-o-wisps or anything like that it's a mixture of both really right I've been to places where i've seen full-bodied apparitions appear in front of me but I've also been to other places where I, all I can see is like a white glow or a shadow figure. So it's mixed from place to place. Have they ever tried to interside, uh, come into your dreams by any chance? It just so happens I have actually asked a few questions before I've fallen asleep. Right. And some of the answers have actually come through my dreams. For example, give me some examples. Uh, well, it was one time because I was feeling really down. And this was more through sort of my meditation stages. And I said to myself, I've got two ways of handling this. I can either try one way, the meditation side, or I can try tablets from a doctor. And I thought, I don't want to go down the tablet route. Because I've seen what it can do to people. Right. And I do believe I was in that REM sort of state at the time this happened. So I was sort of between the full sleep, but also just going off to sleep stage. And I had a Native American Indian stand by the side of my bed he had a clay pot in his right hand right a feather in his left hand which I believe was an eagle feather this I don't know what this pot was but it was smoldering there was something in it that was smoldering and he's just waving it over my body as if to sort of cleanse me of negative energy it was an amazing experience. Did you happen to pick up a smell while you were doing this? No. No, I couldn't smell nothing. All I saw was the smoke. Right. And just seemed lean over and just... It was basically covering my body with the smoke. And how old were you when this happened? It was quite recently as it goes. It was only about a couple of years ago. Oh, really? The feeling afterwards... I, I don't know. It did actually feel like a weight had been lifted. So it felt like a uh, protection was given upon you? It felt like all the negativity that I was feeling at that time 
Right. Went. And I woke up the next day, I felt so refreshed. And it was like, right, new start. Where do you think, uh, where do you think dreams actually come from? I think they actually come from our subconscious and our previous memories. We've all lived before. Right. We've all had past lives. And some of our dreams can actually come from sort of like repressed memories. Do you, uh, learn anything certain in your dreams? Do Does it teach you, uh... Any lessons that you are looking for sometimes? I know a few times I've had uh, quite a few visitations and they've given me advice that I've needed at that time to get through certain things. Uh, for example, I've been looking to try and get out of my job because it's, it's a good paying job but it's not me. And I've been there too long now and I need to get out well it's through my dreams spirits actually showed me a way out and I'm now working on that project to get it into reality can I ask what project that might be uh, I'm keeping it under wraps at the moment no that's cool uh, mainly because I know all the people I know in the paranormal they are fantastic people I must admit but I know there's ones out there that if they hear about this, they're going to take advantage. They're going to turn it into something complete opposite to what I want it to be. You want to keep it pure? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I want, no, I want to make sure this will be done for the right reasons. And I know there's people out there that will do it for the wrong reasons. The ratio between good dreams and bad dreams... What do you think uh, you have more of? Do you have more positive dreams? Do you have more negative dreams? I've got to honestly say, I, I believe I have more positive dreams. Okay. Can you give me some examples of your positive ones? Oh, uh, what was it? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastic into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I think it was because um, I actually, I had one recently and I'm trying to remember it now. Because it was a really good dream. I think I was out somewhere. And I was having a really good time. There was great people around me. And I was with a really beautiful woman. And it, everything just seemed to fall into place. It was like one of them dreams that when you get out of, you try so hard to get back into, but for some reason you can't, and it's so frustrating afterwards. Do you have any of them that are repetitive like that? I used to have one when I was a kid, and it seemed like every time I stayed somewhere new, it was like I was waking up, and I was in a completely different place. Uh, I used to wake up, I used to be in my school, then I'd go back to sleep, wake up again, I'd be in a park somewhere on a bench. And then I'd go to sleep, 
wake up again and I'd be back in my bed again. So it was like I was traveling to these different places every time I woke up. Well, that kind of leads into astral projection. Have you ever practiced astral projection? Well, I've often wondered if out-of-body experiences and dreams could be linked. Because when you think about it, when we dream, it is said that we leave our body. Right. So I'm wondering if they're linked somehow. Have you ever had paralysis? No. No, I've got to admit, I've never had sleep paralysis. Yeah. I know a few people that have. Yeah, that's... I interviewed someone on my show about it, and yeah. I know how scary it is. Yeah, that's it's a real scary thing what I hear about it. I'm I'm very blessed. I don't have that, so I'm knock I'm knocking on wood right now, so I I don't have that. How about uh, prophetic dreams? Are you able to control some of your dreams? I manage to control all my dreams. Oh, do you? How do you practice yeah. that? I honestly don't know. I honestly do not know. Uh, but I know I can sort of put the dream in the direction I want it to go rather than let it take me somewhere. And I know at that time that I am dreaming as well. I know it's just a dream. Now, I know you've investigated many a places over there in the UK. Now, I, I'm not sure if I actually ex explained it the way I wanted to explain it, but have you ever experienced a haunting coming back to you in your dreams with some of your investigations? Like the word that Aaron usually talks about that I've heard him talk about that he warned, he warned me about this a long time ago. He talked about attachments. I've not had any dreams during the night with any of them. I must admit, I've been lucky that way. Okay, you said during the night, but what about during the day? Have you had like daydreams? Yeah, during the day, I have had spirits come to me and show me what actually happened. A prime example is a place I'm going to on December the 1st, Fallon's House Museum. There's a spirit boy there by the name of Charles who got accused of pushing his sister down some stairs and killing her. Well, I didn't believe this. And a couple of days later, Charles come to see me during the day and actually showed me what actually happened. That he was trying to save her and he didn't kill her. And when I went back to Fallon's house the second time, I asked this of Charles if he was telling me the truth and the answer was yes. So I've had quite a few spirit visits during the day but they know of a night time that's my time for resting and they know not to bother me okay here's here's a simple question i want to ask if you can go in any place any time of existence inside your dreams where would you like to go oh and why a good one. and Dang. why thank you because <laughs> so many places i'd like to go I mean, I'd like to go back to sort of ancient Egyptian times. Why is that? Find out about the pyramids. Why they are there. Is it just a tomb? Is it more than a tomb? Are they like aerials? Receptors? 
but then at the same time I'd also like to go back to ancient Greece and speak to people like Aristotle and things like that and find out where they got their information from because he was so advanced for his time and he's still advanced now it's like well, where did that come from for you to think of things that you have well they try to say that what the pyramids is like 10,000 years old which I know is like a crock what what would you actually think how old actually the pyramids are I think well I think they date way way back more than sort of 10,000 years ago because when you think about it it's not just the pyramids of Egypt there's pyramids all over the world right. that have been in existence before the ones in Egypt and so um, I would say more like 40, 50,000 years ago rather than 10. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I, I, actually, my my interpretation when I'm going through, you know, a lot of the research and everything, it's just because I can't help them do research when I'm watching something. My guess is around like 32,000. That's just an easy guess for me trying to go back. That's with the alignment of the stars and how uh, how it was like pointing towards. I think it's, they said it was like pointing towards Leo or something like that. So in the, when they did the adjustment, it had to be at least 32,000 years. But that, that leads into a question, which is like in the UK, you have a lot of ley lines, a lot of power grids and, you know, like areas like Stonehenge, places like that. And uh, have you ever actually slept in one of those closer areas? And did you have any experiences being in those areas? Well, it just so happens the summer just gone, I went to Stonehenge for the summer solstice. And as soon as you get there, the energy that comes off from them places, it is just phenomenal. It really is. It's hard to put it into words. Uh, there was a couple of what we call elder spirits there. And I saw, see someone standing behind one of the stones I touched. And it didn't mean no harm or anything. He just wanted to know why we was there. Why there were so many people there. And it was just amazing to be able to just touch the stones as well are you are you are you are you able to camp out there or they don't allow camping no they they, they allowed camping now uh I, sadly i couldn't stay there because i had my car with me at the time and i didn't know because it was the first time i'd ever been so i didn't know we could actually stay there Right. And I didn't bring nothing, no sort of bedding or anything like that in order to sleep over. Wow. You're, you're extremely lucky. That's, that's one of, that's on one of my bucket lists. I'd love just to go there and just, uh, just take a nap and just dream and figure out where my dreams go to that way. Uh, who's some of your favorite writers, Dave? Oh, I think the biggest writer and my best is Arthur C. Clarke because he was the one who sort of piqued my interest in sort of the paranormal with the shows that he done. So I'd say he's my best. Uh, 
Doris Stokes, she was really good. She was a medium over here in the UK. She wrote some amazing books. Uh, I've got a few other books recently as well, all signed, which I love. <laughs> the Personal Touch, right. signed books. Um, there's one who's just come out. Her name is Barb Shadow. I don't recognize that one. No, she's only just uh, released her first book, and the second book's coming out soon. What does she talk about? Uh, it's more sort of based on her personal experiences, based on some of the people she's worked with as well, but it, it's all set around an asylum. So she puts her experiences into like a storytelling-type situation. How many, asyl how many asylums have you investigated, by any chance? Believe it or not, I used to work in one. Oh, really? I was a teenager. I was a decorator at the time. And there was a woman there who... She had the most evil laugh, but she was such a lovely woman. And she had two children with her. Now, calling to anyone else, those children wasn't there. But I know for a fact they was there, because I could see them walking beside this woman. So, but apart from that, that wasn't really an investigation, that was just work. Right, right. But for actual investigations, unfortunately, over here in the UK, when it comes to asylums and hospitals and things like that, they knock them down too quick. And st something else is already rebuilt on it. And so we don't really get much of a chance to actually go and investigate. Because by the time we do that, it's gone. And something else has been built in this place. Well, see, I work in uh, surgery here in Florida. And besides doing radio and running for politics. And, all, and you know, like I said, I do everything you could think of. And uh, I actually found out that a lot of the hospitals that, you know, a lot of the things I see will just make just every day. There's something that happens every day that just stops and makes you think. But uh, is, does it happen mostly with you? Do, is it daytime or nighttime when you do your investigations? I've done both. And which ones, which, which ones turn out better, do you think? Um, for me personally, I prefer the daytime ones. Uh, the reason I say that is nighttime's okay. Uh, obviously, in the dark, you lose your sense of sight, so all your other senses are heightened. So as soon as anything you touch, you jump straight away thinking that a spirit's touched you. Uh, your sense of smell increases and your body just goes into like a defense mode or a survival mode. But for me, daytime ones are better because you can rule out things a lot quicker right. than what you can during the night. So if you do get anything, Everything's all crystal clear. So you can say, oh no, that wasn't the spirit. That was the cup falling down. Because it was on the edge of the table. And so it rules that out straight away. And so it saves going over a lot of evidence. Which saves a lot of time in the long run. Trying to distinguish what was spiritual and what was natural. 
No, no, I I agree with you a hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. Okay, this is this is usually right near a closing question, and uh, this one I'm gonna I'm gonna let you think about real quick. There, your time is done thinking. No, uh, uh, living or dead, if you could meet anybody in existence or in the past in your dreams, who would you like to meet? Albert Einstein. Oh, really? Why is that? You you answered that just like that. Boom, Albert Einstein. <laughs> well, I've done a, a show on thermo, law of thermodynamics. The first law of thermodynamics is energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Right. Now, Einstein come up with the theory that energy may not be able to be created nor destroyed, but it can transform. It can transform into heat, light, and chemical energy. And Einstein believed that spirits existed. And so I would love to just talk to him and just pick his mind as to why else he believes spirits exist. You know how long a conversation that would probably be? Ah, I wouldn't care. (laughs) I'd stay asleep forever if I actually just hear. I was going to say that that'd come back to one of them repetitive dreams. Because you'd have to go on and on. Yeah, I know. 100%. Hey, I know you got a chance on your show to talk about uh, whatever you want. And here on the uh, RPA network, we have uh, a lot of listeners out there and they're all around the world. And uh, well, first of all, you want to give them your uh, information real quick, how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, you can get in touch with me on Facebook, uh, named David Cook. Or you can go on to Essex Ghost Investigations or the Ghostly Hour Facebook page. Or alternatively, you can go on kcrradio.com and all my details are there, my Facebook, my Twitter, everything you need is on there, my email, just one click, it'll take you there straight away. Dave, I'm going to give you the final seconds to let you go ahead and talk to the world and let them give them some deep wisdom and uh, I'm going to let you have it real quick. There you go. First rule, if you go to any investigation, please respect the spirits respect the property respect the people that are doing this respect other people's lives because you're not just dealing with the dead you're also dealing with the living and you're dealing with their emotions so please if you are going to do this do this for the right reasons and not for personal gain because that is the wrong reasons that is Mr. Dave Cook. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, don't forget on Monday you have Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with your host, Mr. Aaron Hunter. Yeah, he's the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that's too sweet to be sour. And on Tuesday you have Aaron Frail with Aaron's Horror Show. He basically goes through uh, horror stories, horror TVs and movies because, you know, a lot of stuff coming out of Hollywood really sucks. And on Wednesday, you have Terry mysterious moments i'm 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 stuttering here because i'm looking at something on the screen that just popped up and it's scaring me right now trying to figure out why that popped up but uh terry's mysterious moments and he goes through cryptoids and he's been doing like haunted hotels and uh terry does a lot of stuff it's the brain scratchers that makes you wonder what's really going on and uh every once in a while really 
the, I have okay. This is the news coming out right now. I'm gonna have to say this right now because it was every once in a while you have uh, the Sandman lullaby with Patrick Sean Jones coming out, and this is probably going to be one of the last episodes for quite a while, at least probably two months. And I'll let you know the news right now. I'm running for office once again. As many people know, I I do I believe in service. And like last year, I ran for mayor of my hometown of Lakeland, Florida. And what happened, there was a tragedy that happened just recently when one of our city commissioners, uh, there was a shooting, and uh, basically he had to step down from his office. And there's going to be an emergency election coming up soon and by the rules of uh, broadcasting I do most of my recording here in the studio when I come to Tampa and I'm not going to be able to be on the air while I'm actually a candidate running for office so uh, I'm going to have to basically pull myself off the air at least for till January 15th so please keep listening to RPA and I'll probably be back as soon as the election's over if you want to get in touch with me don't forget you could always write me at sandmanlullaby at gmail.com that's s-a-n-d-m-a-n-l-u-l-l-a-b-y at gmail.com if you want to talk if you want to send me some uh, dream stories or anything or hey if you want to give me a campaign donation (laughs) i talked to dave about this earlier i will not deny a campaign donation because usually i gotta pay for everything myself but this time i'm actually taking campaign donations so dave i do appreciate you staying up and uh giving us a little bit of your information all the way from the uk it's a pleasure being here sir and good luck dude Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, for the uh, last time for, uh, let's say, January 15th, that's the election in Lakeland, Florida, Uh, you've been in the Sandman Lullaby, Patrick Sean Jones, and I'll see you on the other side. Ha, 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 ha.